Jesus is coming again. <laughs> Jesus is coming again. And what we're going to read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning at verse 13 through to verse 18. And, um, well, this is what I want you to, this is what, as it reads, and this is from the Message Bible. And regarding the question, friends, that has come up about what happens to those already dead and buried, we don't want you to be in the dark any longer. First off, you must not carry on over them like people who have nothing to look forward to, as if the grave were the last word. Since Jesus died and broke loose from the grave, God will most certainly bring back to life those who died in Jesus. So the foundation of our faith in eternal life is the, the, word of, the word of God and what we recognize and what we understand of the teachings of Jesus and of Paul and the other apostles and what's written in the scriptures. So the first, sometimes the first question, you know, well, what happens to those who die? You know, first of all, it says that we're going to be risen from the dead. And that's what we see here in this, and we'll go on. And then verse 15, and then this, we can tell you with complete confidence we have the master's word on it, that when the master comes again to get us, those of us who are still alive will not get a jump on the dead and leave them behind. In actual fact, they'll be ahead of us. The master himself will give the command, the archangel thunder, God's trumpet blasts. He'll come down from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise and they'll go first. Then the rest of us, who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them into the clouds to meet the master. Oh, we'll be walking on air. And then there will be one huge family reunion with the master. So reassure one another with these words. So we have this understanding that number one, Jesus is going to come back. All right. Now, whether we die or whether we are alive when Jesus returns, it's all okay. When Jesus Christ returns, the trump of God shall sound, in the, the King James Version, we're more, perhaps more familiar with that one, the trump of God shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise, and we which are alive and remain be, shall be caught up to meet him in the air. So when God's trumpet sounds, that, that is the resurrection that is going to take place. Now the scripture tells us that we are to take comfort in these words. Take comfort. Now, um, whenever we die, some people wonder, well, what happens when we die? Well, let's turn to the scriptures. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 and 8, and this is, I'm reading from the NIV. Uh, did I give that to you, NIV version? Okay. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. While we are at home in the body... Now, there is a distinction going on here that everything of life of us is at home in the body. We, you know, um, we can't separate, you know, take, you know, they, on, in the movies you can do this, you know, take the body out, take the person out and set them over here and the body's over here and they do all that kind of stuff. But everything of life in us is in this temple, is this, is this temple is referred to as a tent. Now, some of us have larger tents than others, but <laughs> some of us have more beautiful tents than others. 
Okay, but this is the tent. This is the place that houses. This is the clay pitcher, pitcher, that, you know, that, that holds the body, the life, excuse me, the life that is in us, that therefore we are always confident in knowing while we are at home in the body. You're at home in your body. Okay? Verse 8. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Paul is telling us that everything that is life in us lives on. You are going to live for an eternity. Now, your body is going to get left behind. That happens. (laughs) You know, if we live long enough, we don't live anymore. (laughs) All right? But the house, this tabernacle doesn't live on. But it dies, and it goes to be, you know, placed in the ground. Now, our present life here, this now living life that we are in, Paul speaks of the comforting of believers in this state that we are in, that we are at ease, we are at peace with the idea that we are eternal and that we will live forever. Now, when in the Garden of Eden, when God breathed into Adam and, and Eve, gave them the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Okay? We are a living soul. Death cannot stop life. <laughs> Death cannot stop life. Nothing can eradicate, dismiss, blow out life. It's going to be on, it's going to be eternal, and it's going to live forever. So when life is here, life is created, life is that you just can't stop it. It's going to live on. We're going to live on for an eternity. The body doesn't make it, though, you know? The body gets tired, wore out. I mean, I had a hard time. Steve said he had a hard time getting up after kneeling down. You know, my back, your back, I got your back. It wears out. The body doesn't work so well. It wears out. And it doesn't function so well. You know? You know, the most thing, that what the one person said, the, 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 the most thing I miss about, the greatest thing I miss about growing old is my mind. <laughs> you know, if you don't mind, it don't matter. So, if this whole idea as, as aging and things take over, the body doesn't function as it used to. But, you know, um, I think, this is just the Dave McGee hypothesis, hypothesis, the guess, uh, is that we have this, like my mother, I, I, I think of my mother, she, look, she said, you know, when I look in the mirror, and, you know, she had a hard time seeing, she says, I don't recognize that person in the mirror. She said, I don't recognize her. It's not the person that I see in my mind. Now, that's, and my interpretation of this is that we are aware that we're going to live. And this body changes, but the life that is in us doesn't. 
It doesn't change in, in a sense that it doesn't grow old because it is living and it will continue to live long after the body is gone. We know that there are experiences. There's a movie out about this, the boy who died and went to heaven and you know, came, came back to life and he talked about things and being in heaven and things like that. There's all of these in, in inferences that go on around us about life being more than just the physical presence of body, you know, you know, you break an arm, but that doesn't mean the body, the life in us. So it has nothing to do with the life in us. The life in us is eternal. You cannot blow out, extinguish the light, the life of we as a person. So uh, we are pilgrims. The Bible talks about that we are pilgrims. We are strangers in this world. We are camping. <laughs> we are camping. And this body, then, this life, is a tent. It's a temporary dwelling. And that's what the Bible's inferring whenever it speaks about those. And that this temporary dwelling that we are occupying is our body. Now, our relationship with God is not all that it can be. Verse 7 of chapter 5, we cannot see the face of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. Chapter 5, verse 7. Faith is for this world. Sight is reserved for the next one. We walk by faith and not by sight. We shall see him and, you know, we shall behold him. We shall see him as he is. I mean, heaven is real. Jesus says so. You know, remember last week, what is faith? That is a good sermon. I liked it. Sure and certain. Faith is sure and certain. Sure is that God is who he says he is, and certain he will do what he says he will do. So we, are, we have faith. We are certain, we are sure of what God has promised us. And the life that he has given us is eternal. So we have faith in this world. We have sight in the next. So we live by faith and not by sight. For we are here in this world until, one, we die, or two, Jesus returns. We are here in this world, living in the influence of God's word, under the umbrella of God's word and God's spirit and God's empowering in our lives. We are living under that umbrella. We are living, under, living in that presence. And when we die, or when Jesus returns, and de- the return of Jesus Christ, it can happen at any time. We don't know when Jesus is coming back. It could be, you know, it could be this afternoon. But can you hold it up? I got, I got stuff this afternoon. Can you make it tomorrow, you know? <laughs> no, he doesn't listen to us that way. And Jesus will return. Are we ready to see him face to face? And the reason we are not afraid to meet Jesus face to face is because of what we just celebrated here. Not, it isn't the taking of the, the, the grape juice and the, the wafer. It's what Jesus did for us on the cross. Whenever we become, always remember this, okay? Always remember this. Put this exclamation point to this. When you or anyone else may be frightened of dying, we stop, 
We ask God to forgive us and live within our hearts. The only thing we need to fear, if we need, we don't even need to fear it because God removes it, is that our sin would stand between us and God. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and forgives us of our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. We, we stop and we pause and that the, the love of God casts out all fear. So whenever we are experiencing forgiveness, we are experiencing the love of God. And when the love of God occupies our heart, fear cannot have a place. We do not, we never need to fear anything that's related to God. Anything that's related to God, we never are to fear. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) So we are never to be afraid of anything that's related to our faith. Seeing God is exactly what he has made for us. Well, that's what we were created for, was to be with God and to see God and to walk with him as a friend. Who's your best friend? God. God is your best friend. He's never had one bad thought about you. He's never been critical of you. He's never tried to put you down or put you in your place. He's always wanted to lead us in the paths of righteousness. He's always wanted to bestow his gifts and his blessings upon us. He's always wanted to be in, he's always leading us. And he's he's constantly, David, come up here. (laughs) You know, don't be back there daydreaming. Come on, you know, get on, get get your, get moving. (laughs) Follow me and I'll make you a fisher of men. I'll change your life. I'll take you and let the things of your dreams be fulfilled. Absent from the body, life leaves the body. When life leaves the body, it doesn't hang around in limbo. There's not people living in houses that they occupied, you know, 100 years ago. They're not there. While people see and people talk, they're talking and dealing with imposters. They're not talking with the person. The person leaves the body, goes to heaven. (laughs) One of two places. They're not hanging around to let you know what's going on with their life. So the scripture says, absent from the body, present with the Lord. You're not hanging around. Okay, number two, remember what happened in the Garden of Eden. Man died spiritually, man died physically. Jesus died on the cross, and what did he do? He paid the price so that we could spiritually be reunited with God, and he broke the powers of death so that our bodies would be resurrected from the dead. Everything that we lost in the Garden was regained at the cross. Everything we lost in the garden was regained at the cross. And because I celebrate, remember, do this in remembrance of me, I am renewing and talking about refocusing again that I am forgiven of my sins and my life is eternal. Jesus on the cross paid for the price. Jesus risen from the dead. Because he lives, I shall live also. And if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you. 
he will quicken your mortal bodies. The same spirit that quickened the body of Jesus in the grave is the same spirit that quickens our body. He is alive within us. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. And then, <laughs> verse 15, Paul states, and this, is, this one here is a, a really unique thing because nowhere in the scripture is it stated that Jesus said this. But Paul says in verse 15 that what Jesus himself said Paul had this, well, many, many call that whenever Paul, after he got knocked off, knocked off his horse and landed on the road, and whether it's a horse or he's walking, he's on the ground, he sees the, this revelation, he sees Jesus. And then after that experience, he goes away for three years to learn at the feet of Jesus. And he comes back and starts these teachings. And what, Jesus, what Paul talks about is not things that he set down with the disciples. I used to read some of Paul's writings, and I used to think, well, he, he probably sat down with the other disciples and talked things over. Well, what did Jesus do here? What did he do there? What, Paul had another, he had a revelation of what Jesus had done, and he understood what God had said, and he understood the word of God. He understood how it applied in, you know, into their lives and changed, and and. He didn't get his teachings from the disciples. He received it from the Spirit. And Paul says, we have his word on it. We have complete confidence. Sure and certain. <laughs> you know, our faith. Paul says he is sure and certain that he will do it. So faith then, as we read these things, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And what is Paul writing that is from Jesus? When the master comes again to get us. When the master returns to pick us up and take us home, Jesus is coming again. So the master comes, and those of us who are still alive will not get a jump on the dead. <laughs> okay, well, How's this going to happen? People are dead in the grave, and they've been dead 2,000 years. I think it would be easier for God to transform this body into an eternal body than to go searching for those people who have been dead for 2,000 years. How's he going to put them all together again? <laughs> Did you ever wonder that? You see, you don't think. See, I'm standing over there thinking about all this stuff, and you're here singing, you know? <laughs> Just kidding. But God will have no problem putting together bodies that have been assimilated into the world, into the dirt, you know, eaten in the, in, the, in the fish of the sea, and God will have no problem bringing them back together. In fact, it will happen in a twinkling of an eye. Do you know what the twinkling of an eye is? When your brain sends the signal to your eyelid to blink, before you begin to blink, God will be here and gone. <laughs> That's how quick you're going to be changed. Boy, that was quick. <laughs> I turned to Rhonda or Rachel. Rachel's the one. I go, Rachel, that was a good, that was a quick change for you. <laughs> She's never ready on time, you know. <laughs> when God changes us and God, that transformation takes place, see, never fear anything that is with God. Never. Never fear anything that God has for your life. You may not understand it, but that's okay. You don't need to be afraid of it. 
Because God loves us more than we could ever imagine. Eternity is our home. We don't need to worry about dying. We don't need to worry about living. We don't need to worry about the economy. We don't need to worry about what's going to happen next year, next month. What's going to happen in the Middle East? And We are gods, and we pray about these things, but we don't worry about them. We pray that God would have his way. We pray for those who are in the military, those who are in harm's way. We pray that God would protect them and watch over them. Scripture says, the master himself will give the command. Jesus himself is going to give a command, and he's going to give a command to Michael the archangel. And the, arch, and the archangel thunders, <laughs> trumpet of God, and God's trumpet blasts. He'll come down from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise. They'll go first. Then the rest of us who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them into the clouds to meet him in the air, and we'll be walking on air. You know, there was a song, Walking on Sunshine. Well, this is walking on air. We're going to go right to heaven. And it's okay. So Jesus is coming, and this life is not our home. We are just passing through. Death cannot stop life. This is, this is temporary. Amen? The challenge is to comfort and encourage one another. Comfort and encourage. You see... When we love somebody and they die, we hurt. Why? Because we miss that relationship. But we comfort knowing that we will see them again. When people you love and things you're expecting and parts of your life and who you are is gone, it hurts. There's no way around it. But the comforting presence of God is we will see them again. And we, have to, we do walk through the grieving process. We do all of those things, but always with the awareness that I'm going to see them again. So all this happens because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection is the pivotal point of the Christian faith. If Christ be not risen, all these things are just smoke and mirrors, the Bible calls it. If Jesus isn't risen from the dead, doesn't, none of it works. But if Christ be risen from the dead, we are sure and we are certain because he lives, we shall live also. Because he lives, I will live also. And the strength that I need to live this life isn't dependent on me. I can't be a Christian without God's help. You and I, we can't, we can't survive Without God's help, we need his help. And so that's why we pray to be overcomers and to be, you know, so we don't give in to temptation and things like that. So the trump of God will sound. Don't worry, I'm not going to try and blow the trumpet. <laughs> and the time will come when all believers will, all the believers in history will be risen from the dead. Boom, it's all going to take place. And the body and soul are reunited. <clears throat> Absent from the body means everything that is life of us goes to heaven. But when the trump of God sounds, the soul that is in heaven and the body that is in the dirt will be reunited. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Because when sin came into the 
Adam and Eve sinned, the body died physically, and we died spiritually. When Jesus died, rose from the dead, our spirit is alive forever, and it guarantees the life, the resurrection of the body. But everything that is life in us is when we die, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. There's a song that I heard this week, and it's, called, it's from the group called The Old Paths, and it's called, it's called Long Live the King, and Jose's going to play it. But it talks about the crucifixion, talks about them mocking Jesus, talks about the judgment of sin, and most importantly, talks about the return of Christ. I, I, just, I played this about 20 times last night, so it was just one of those things. So, Jose?
<laughs> Amen. <laughs> Isn't that something? You know, they, they can do it much better than I can, but just think of that. It's going, as long as everlasting lasts, <laughs> that's us. We're going to live forever. And we, we are alive forevermore. Christ has forgiven us of our sins. We have a new life and we have a new hope. And sure, we stumble and fall, but that's not the point. We can get up again. And Christ is there with us. And he's coming back. And whether we go to the grave, doesn't matter. We're going to go to heaven. Or whether Jesus, the trump sounds and we are changed and we're going to go to heaven. Either way, we're going to heaven. Amen? Let's stand. <laughs> as long as everlasting lasts. Amen. <sighs> See, I was expecting you just to just all stand up what they did, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost, that was, you know, just moves me to tears to think of that. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you. <sighs> we are so grateful for the hope that is in our heart. We're so grateful for the life that you give us, the breath of life that is eternal. God, we're so we're so. So blessed to know you as our Savior. God, there's so many things we don't understand, but it isn't those. Help us to believe the things that we know. Help us to understand those truths that we know. And from there, O oh God, you will build your kingdom in us, through us, and around us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As long as everlasting lasts. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>